Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa min wala. Welcome back, my dear brothers and sisters, to another Al-Bayan Live program. I'm your host, Abu Abdurrahman, and I'm very pleased once again to be joined by my dear beloved brother, Sheikh Khalid Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum, dear Sheikh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How have you been since our last week? Last our last uh, session, <laughs> our last uh, program. <laughs> Get the synonyms. <laughs> well, alhamdulillah, everything's been going very well. How have you been, Sheikh? Well, I've been well, alhamdulillah. A lot happening, as yeah, you know. Heaps. Today's been a jam-packed day. Yeah, busy day, but it's excellent to get back with the Quran, the etiquettes of the Quran. This is part number seven. If you've missed any previous parts, just look down in the description on YouTube, our YouTube channel, Albayan Radio Australia. Or in the comments or in the uh, in the post there on the live stream on ASWJ Australia, you will see all the links to etiquettes and manners of the Quran. Please uh, watch them and go over them. They're also available on our podcast channels. Sheikh, maybe yeah. before we start, sorry, yes. t- t- maybe if, you, if you'd like, Yanni, let them know why it was such a jam-packed day for your end. <laughs> yes, well, one of my children, my oldest son, Abdurrahman, today, uh, he, he got married. May Allah bless, the KK, bless the marriage, the, the, KK, the, the marriage yeah. contract. <laughs> So, yeah, it was an eventful uh, day. You can imagine. Stressing. And, uh, alhamdulillah, I was in the masjid, the masjid al-Azhar yeah. Belmo. Very uh, good, wallah. Alhamdulillah. It's, so it's, it's, it's great, uh, subhanallah, to uh, get the, the children يعني, married off uh, young, as Sheikh Khalid mentioned today. Uh, Sheikh Khalid Isa, he mentioned the beautiful narration for our brothers and sisters that are listening. Uh, and, you know, this 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 might turn into a bit of a, a minor fiqh of marriage regarding yes, a certain not? issue. <laughs> matter. It's important. Yani where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was advising the uh, the uh, young men, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu and those around him when he says, Ya ma'ashar al-shabab, O young men, O youth, kumul ba'ata fal yatazawwaj. That whoever is able amongst you to get married. Now look who he's talking to, subhanallah. He's talking to the youth here. Whoever is able to amongst you, then let him get married. It's almost like a command. Why? He says, Because it protects uh, or it's better for you in regards to lowering the gaze, yani not looking at that which you're uh, not meant to be looking at. And as well, it protects your chastity. And we know the hadith of the Prophet wasallam as well. Whoever can guarantee yani, to protect uh, uh, that which is between his two jawbones, meaning his tongue, and that which is in between his two thighs, meaning his private part, then the Prophet ﷺ said, I will guarantee him uh, Jannah. For, uh, the Prophet ﷺ gave us instructions, and that is to, to marry off young, yani, if possible. Uh, and then he says, and whoever is not able to, وَمَنْ لَمْ Then upon him is to, is to fast, for indeed it is a shield for him. It's a shield for him. So subhanAllah, yani, uh, I, I, I probably opened up a, a can of worms, if you'd like to say, but I, I strongly... Uh, this is a sincere advice to a lot of our brothers and our sisters uh, to try their best to encourage their children to marry early. Let alone, Sheikh, as I'm sure you're well, well aware of, Subhanallah, in the community. Uh, let alone letting the kids grow and 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 you know get to a certain age and they're not married, then they f- might find difficulty in getting married. They might possibly have resentment towards the the parents because of that as well. Obviously, let alone the side issues that come with that and what it could possibly lead to. And we know corruption on earth and one, two, three. For really every point I just mentioned could have been a whole lesson by itself. But, 100%. <laughs> but that's just uh, general advice once again to the brothers and sisters. Take this matter seriously, especially, subhanAllah, the awliya. 
Sheikh, the fathers, يعني, uh, uh, or those who are taking the position of the father, they, they got a big responsibility. All of you are shepherds uh, and all of you are responsible for, for their flock, subhanAllah. And as we know, the man is responsible for the family and uh, the man here, the father specifically, and those who take the position is responsible to go out, go out and search. يعني, look, especially if you have the daughters, especially if you have the daughters in the sense that the men, uh, well, of course, it's still the father here. It's on the father, but at least the men are in the masajid they're speaking to brothers they're getting to know brothers etc yes. word gets around but as for the sisters this is where the father needs to really step up and uh, take the reins subhanallah uh, we ask Allah Azza wa to protect all of our children and to uh, allow them to protect their gaze lower their gaze and protect their chastity and, and one final point on this uh, Sheikh uh, since you brought it up make it 10 we'll make the whole well, lesson I, I, I'm a firm believer in making and as all Muslims should be making the halal easy Definitely. making the haram difficult so in our times today, without going into super detail, yeah. many of us have made marriage, Islamic marriage, very difficult. Very, very, very. And have made illicit relationships, haram relationships. Very easy. Boyfriend, yeah. girlfriend, whatever you want to call it. Very easy. That's right. So this is a problem. So Definitely. we have to facilitate for our children, make it easy for them to get married. Yeah. You know, when they're, when they're mature, when they're of suitable age uh, and, you know, can, can look after uh, you know, a spouse. That's right. And maintain and a spouse. This could be circumstantial. Yani, yeah, meaning 100%. you could. Everybody knows their children as well. You could have someone, Subhanallah, that yani he's got a he's got a daughter, for example, that's eighteen, nineteen, uh, and f- for example, she has the mind maybe of someone who's younger than that. Of a kid, as they say, but you might have as well someone who's about 17, 18, and Allahumma barik lahum, yani they're very mature. Same thing for the boy. You got a son, sometimes the sons, for example, 18, 19 years old, but they're mature, they're ready, they're one, two, three, and sometimes you might have the same age and they have the mind of someone younger. So that's exactly like you said, Sheikh, that's the hadith of the Prophet. Make things easy and don't make things hard. How many, subhanAllah, complaints have we previously gotten, whether it's from brothers or sisters? Well, my parents are doing this, my parents parents are doing that my dad won't let me get married until i finish uni until i do this until i do that uh, wallah it's very sad and as i said that that really the points i made earlier could have been spoken about for a while just that point of resentment towards the parents how many for example of our sisters uh, uh, young sisters subhanallah reaching their 20s mid 20s late 20s they're still young as well but Unfortunately, in our community, some some may look at that as old. For example, for the, our sister might have resentment now towards those who were her guardian, who was meant to take that that job of finding her a righteous, suitable spouse, and they start to have that resentment towards them. And we hear it, subhanAllah, these are problems which we can't run away from. And unfortunately as well, we can't act like it's not happening. We need to address these kind of topics, let alone the, the side topics, Sheikh, you know, like the mahr, the dowry and what comes with that and so many other, subhanAllah, things. We ask Allah to bless the marriages of our children and, and, and all Muslims who sincerely want to get married for Allah's sake. And we Amen. ask Allah to facilitate it and make it easy for those who are seeking marriage. Sheikh, uh, we're live on various platforms today. Yes. Let's, let's tell our <laughs> brothers and sisters. <laughs> so, Sheikh, let's start with you. Well, I only have the you, one You're staring today. at a phone today. <laughs> That's your personal Instagram. Yes. Feed channel, yeah. Well, account. What is it? So the right. brothers can ask. Uh, Khalid Nasha, today, so, uh, you can see it. You can come, uh, inshallah, online. Ask what you need to ask. I'll, I'm constantly trying to look over, inshallah, at so, the the so multiple. The Sheikh is live on his Instagram page <laughs> for the first time, ever. first time ever. On anything, any platform. So why not? It's a, it's there. It's an it's it's a good platform. <laughs> we we'll utilize it. Also, Al Bayan is 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 live on TikTok. Yes, TikTok. May Allah guide all the brothers and sisters on TikTok <laughs> and allow them to use it in that which is positive, which is probably. 
a little bit. <laughs> and there is a lot of stuff <laughs> on there. Allah us the positive Amen. and keep us away from the negative. And as always, we're live on our, the Albayan Radio app uh, and our Wi-Fi radios and, and online at albayan.com.au and also Facebook, YouTube, Albayan Radio, Australia. You can leave your comments also there, your feedback, your questions. We're not here to debate for the brothers and sisters who want to debate. <laughs> you want to debate, you can go debate somewhere else. Uh, any genuine questions you have, you can also, for those brothers who have, you know, Barakallahu Fikum, dear brothers and sisters, we know there's some out there who have sacked or have retired from all yeah, social media, definitely. even WhatsApp, um, even. But we do have WhatsApp or SMS, 0481-342-582. And inshallah, I'll get to uh, the Albanian radio phone and check the messages or the SMSs if you have any feedback any comments or any questions, barakalafikum. Let's get straight into it, Shaykh. Etiquette with the yeah. Quran, part number seven. Where are we starting tonight's conversation? This, insha'Allah ta'ala, uh, will be the last lesson of our uh, short series regarding the etiquettes with the Quran. Uh, firstly, just to go over some of the etiquettes we did, we did discuss. Uh, the first one we said is to be sincere. The second one is to only touch the Quran on purity. The third one is to face the Qibla when reciting the Qur'an. The fourth one is to remove any distractions when reciting the Qur'an. The fifth one is to beautify the voices as much as possible. The sixth is implementing the rules of Tajweed and Makharij. The seventh is contemplating upon the meanings of the Qur'an. The eighth is remaining silent when the Qur'an is being recited. The ninth is acting upon the Qur'an. The tenth is trying your best to remember the Qur'an and not forget it. The eleventh is not saying I forgot the Qur'an or part of the Qur'an but rather to say I was made to forget the 12th is utilizing the siwak uh, the 13th is to mention the basmala and the isti'adha when reciting the 14th is to conclude with the correct supplication and we mentioned that uh, saying for example sadaqallahul azim is not the correct uh, statement to be said when concluding the Quran and we did say what the dua was that should be said and the 14th or the 15th was to read at times of enthusiasm and wakefulness and just for the brothers and sisters that this might be the first يعني, uh, uh, episode or lesson they're hearing of this series. Uh, we did discuss uh, with a bit of detail each one. So you can go back inshallah ta'ala to the previous lessons. Uh, today we'd like to begin inshallah with a beautiful narration. I did mention about two or three lessons ago where I mentioned I was going to uh, expand and expound on a little uh, narration of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which possesses wallahi great meaning. And this has been narrated uh, or attributed to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There was a slight difference of opinion regarding the authenticity and that is where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he tells us ma asaba musliman hamun wala huzn that there is no uh, uh, problems there's no sorrow there's no grief in reality there's nothing which afflicts the believer except if he was to say this dua he was to say this thing which he inshallah ta'ala will mention and then at the end of the narration he says illa adhaballahu hamma but firstly wallahi yani, a very important uh, 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 kind of guidance or point here and that's the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam telling us and informing us that every single believer pretty much uh, uh, is going to is going to go through these trials and tribulations yani it's almost like it's expected for when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for example he tells us that there is nothing that afflicts the believer from uh, uh, pain, sorrow, grief anything in reality anything even stress, anxiety anything which harms the believer uh, physically, mentally, spiritually emotionally, socially all of these things subhanallah even 
even the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as we're all very familiar with, inshaAllah ta'ala, even the prick of a thorn, except Allah Azza wa Jal will make that as an expiation for him. And here the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying that nothing will afflict the believer uh, uh, of sorrow, of grief, etc., concern and the likes, except if he was to say this dua, أَذْهَبَ اللَّهُ هَمَّهُ وَأَبْدَلَهُ مَكَانَ حُزْنِهِ فَرَحَ or فَرَجَ which comes in some of the riwayat except that if he was to say this Allah Azza wa Jal will get rid of his sorrow will get rid of that grief which he possesses and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will substitute that that grief, that sorrow, that pain if you'd like to say with happiness or uh, with pretty much يعني, a way out and the likes and what is this uh, 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 dua? The companions, they said, Ya Rasulullah, ala nata'allamu hathihi al-kalimat. After Allah, we're going to say it, inshallah. But at the end, they said, O Messenger of Allah, shouldn't we yani, learn these words? Look how eager they were to, to take from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Messenger of Allah, should we not learn these words? He said, Bala, yes. Yani, learn them. Yanbaghi liman sami'ahunna an yata'allamahun. It's incumbent upon the one that hears these words to learn them, to memorize them, subhanallah. For what is this dua? Are, are, are such a powerful, wallahi, strong uh, dua where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Allahumma inni abduk. And as we know, subhanallah, when we begin the dua, we begin with praising Allah, we begin with uh, thanking Allah, we begin, and one of the etiquettes of the dua, which possibly could be our next series, inshallah ta'ala, a very short one, uh, 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 is to show you're in need of Allah azza wa jal. My brothers and sisters, Allah azza wa jal is al-ghani. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the rich. Or if you'd like to say Allah azza wa jal is the one that is free of need. Ya ayyuhan nas antumul fuqara'u ilallah. O mankind, you are the ones that are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah azza wa jal is not in need of us. We rather are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you call unto Allah azza wa jal, show that you're in need of him. Don't be arrogant. Don't act like you don't need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And don't act like, yeah, if Allah gives me this, he gives me. If he doesn't, it's all good. No. And don't act also from the etiquettes like, well, you know, I don't know, is Allah going to answer or is Allah not going to answer and the likes? Absolutely not. That's why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, wa antum bil ijaba." That make dua to Allah, beseech Allah, supplicate to Allah, invocate. Allah Azza wa Jal and be certain that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to is going to respond. For here you show that you're in need. And one of the greatest subhanAllah uh, evidences or or yani examples of this is that a companion yani, or that man, Ash'atha uh, Aghbar, he was dusty and heveled and hair all over the place. And one, two, three, as we know that came in, in the hadith, Ash'atha Aghbar, Yamuddu Yadayhi ila Sama. Then he raises his hands to the sky, he's making dua to Allah Azza wa Jal. He had just come back from travel, subhanAllah. Yani, really, if you look at the situation of this man that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he told us about just coming back from travel. He's all over the place pretty much in looks and one, two, three. He's in desperate need. He raises his hands to the sky. The, the hadith says that Allah azza wa jal, when a slave, when a slave raises his hands to Allah, that Allah azza wa jal is shy to return them back empty-handed, subhanAllah. Allah azza wa jal guaranteed is going to and will going will answer the supplication, subhanAllah, of the supplicator. Uh, and subhanAllah, this man, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he tells us how he raised his hands to the sky and then the hadith mentions but 
Subhanallah, there's a problem here. Mat'amuhu haram, mashrabuhu haram, malbasuhu haram, ghuddiya bil haram, that his food is haram, his drink is haram. Yani pretty much he's, 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 he's you know, immersed in haram. Fa'anna yustajabula. You know, why would Allah answer this person, subhanallah? So the point is here that when you make the dua, you make it showing you are or that you are in need of Allah Azza wa Jal. But look how beautiful the start of this supplication is. Allahumma inni abduk. You know, some people, they overlook this, Shaykh. You know, that, Ya Allah, I am your slave. This word, you know, abd, Allah Azza wa Jal referred to multiple prophets in the Quran as a slave. And it is, as some ulama said, Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah and others, the highest pretty much praise of, of, of or station يعني, of a slave if you really, really fulfill what it means. So, subhanAllah, you feel this, this, this uh, 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 you know, that you are the slave and Allah is your master. You are the creator and Allah is your creator. You are the poor and Allah is the rich. You are the weak and Allah is the strong. You are the one that is not able. And Allah Azza wa Jal is the one that is able to do everything and anything. For Allahumma inni abduk. Oh Allah, I am your slave. Ibn Abdik. Ya Allah, I am your slave, the son of your male slave, Ibn Amatik, and then the son of your female slave, Nasiyati Biyadik, my forelock is in your hand, meaning you have control over me and my affairs and the like. Ma'dun fiya hukmuk, your judgment upon me is assured, Adlun fiya qada'uk, and yani, your decree concerning me is just, for you're praising Allah Azza wa Jal, you're showing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how in need you are of Him, and then the actual here, you asking Allah Azza wa Jal As'aluka bikulli ismin huwa lak I ask you, يعني, Ya Allah I ask you with all of the names that are yours Sammayta bihi nafsak That you have uh, named uh, yourself أو أنزلته في كتابك أو that you sent down in your book أو علمته أحدا من خلقك أو that you taught any of your slaves أو استأثرت به في علم الغيب عندك أو that you kept pretty much as a secret يعني to yourself in the knowledge of the unseen and that shows us brothers and sisters too يعني that the names of Allah عز وجل are not limited يعني to 99 as many people do believe rather Allah عز وجل's name even though some ulama had differing opinions we do not know how many names Allah Azza wa Jal he has subhanahu wa ta'ala because we're sure that there are names that only Allah Azza wa Jal knows but the point is after all of that all of that subhanal khaliq what does uh, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mention that what are we asking Allah for subhanahu wa ta'ala and remember the, the start of the hadith and then the end that there is nothing which afflicts the believer pretty much except if he was to say this dua Allah will remove that from him subhanal khaliq Allah Azza wa Jal will remove that from him and substitute rather than having that pain having that sorrow having that grief he will substitute subhanal khaliq that for happiness and the likes for what is uh, the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam teaches us and taj'ala al-qur'an rabi'a qalbi yani the very first thing that you make the quran and remember ramadan just passed for ask yourself brothers and sisters what's the relationship that now you have with the quran from ramadan or the relationship you had with it in Ramadan, and then the relationship that you have with it outside of Ramadan. Fahiyya, make this dua. Make this dua. Ij'ali al-Qur'ana rabi'a qalbi. Yani that you make the Qur'an the spring of my heart. Look at the, the wording 
Allahu Akbar, the precise wording of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as the hadith mentions, مَثَلُ الَّذِي يَذْكُرُ اللَّهِ وَمَثَلُ الَّذِي يَذْكُرُ رَبَّهِ The likeness of the one that remembers his Lord, وَالَّذِي لَا يَذْكُرُهُ And the one that does not remember, مَثَلُ الْحَيِّ وَالْمَيِّتِ is like the example or the difference يعني, of the living and the dead. Look how, look, subhanAllah, the one that does not remember his Lord, you might see him there in front of you, but really it's like his heart is dead, subhanAllah. So the more that you remember Allah, the more your heart will become lively. The more your heart will become, you know, like when you see the springs. And what comes with the springs, subhanAllah, in that notion of life, vegetation, water, for example, trees, greenery, scenery, all of these things. For the one that has the Quran in his heart, the one that has the Quran in his life, the more he has it, the more his heart will be alive. And as I said, look how beautiful that wording is, that you make the Quran uh, the spring of my heart. And what else? Antaj'ala al-Quran Subhanallah يعني, and the light of my chest and the light of my chest and then the Prophet وسلم, and this is the reality يعني, that we're asking Allah for this and this is it the banisher of my sadness nay rather rather in the remembrance of Allah do the hearts become content do the hearts find rest, subhanAllah? For this is the hadith. وَجَلَاءَ حُزْنِ And the banisher of my sadness. Yani how many uh, of us, we have this sadness. We have this grief. We have this sorrow. We have this and that and this and that. Wallahi, upon you is the Qur'an. And put your ultimate trust in Allah Azza wa Jal. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fulfill your desire insha'Allah ta'ala. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ends it with, and the reliever of my distress. So, Shaykh, I thought we'll just mention that just to show how powerful really the Qur'an is. يعني, all of that. And then look at the dua. That all revolving around the Qur'an and uh, uh, asking Allah Azza wa Jal to make the Qur'an that for us. So you can just imagine just from this narration, subhanAllah, the, the, the type of person and the type of heart someone who has no relationship with the Qur'an has. As I said, you might see him there. He's there, but it's as if he's really not there, subhanAllah. He's there in body, but not in soul. For upon you, my brothers and sisters, really is to, is to inshaAllah, focus on the Qur'an, give your life to the Qur'an. Sheikh, some of our my brothers and sisters have requested that we post that dua for them to yep, memorize. Inshallah, we'll post inshallah, it. Inshallah, we'll do so on our uh, Facebook, ASWJ Australia, and also on our YouTube channel, Al-Bayan Radio Australia. Barakallah fikum, dear brothers and sisters. And that is really an inspiring dua as all the du'a of the Prophet ﷺ is. And that's why it's encouraged to memorize what the Prophet ﷺ taught us. Yes, sometimes you can make du'a that you like, as long as within the manners of the Qur'an and Sunnah. But the Prophet ﷺ taught us for a reason. And his words are the best words after the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was the most uh, eloquent of those who spoke Arabic. And he would use the best words at the best time in the most suitable manner. And he knew Allah best. So try, my dear brothers and sisters, adding on to what Sheikh beautifully said, to memorize the du'a of the Prophet ﷺ in all these beautiful situations. Definitely, subhanAllah. Especially to do with the Qur'an. Of course, of course, subhanAllah. So Sheikh, the, the next point we yes. have now regarding the etiquettes, and uh, this is so important, and to be honest, يعني, even if we were to just end the whole series with this point, wallahi, it's, it's such an important point. And that is uh, when 
obviously we've mentioned and spoken about contemplating the Quran and you know understanding the Quran and the likes. It's very important, incumbent that we understand the Quran according to the way the Salaf understood it. How many Subhanallah do read the Quran, uh, possibly even contemplate upon the Quran, but be- they actually get misguided through the Quran. Sheikh, before you continue, the Salaf are who once again? The Salaf, we say the first the three term. generations, the first three generations, and most importantly, and the head of those, the companions of. Of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is why when you hear the phrases like Salafi and this things like these kind of phrases, yani, all it is literally is saying that they are attributing themselves to the Salaf, which is the first three generations. And as I said, the head of those, which is the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his companions. And someone might ask, why? Why these three? Why? Why do you limit to these three? Why are they these three so important? And the likes. Very simply put, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He said, the best of generations is mine and then those who come after them and then those who come after them and even if we did not have this hadith yani even if we did not have this narration of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam telling us that we know that these people lived with rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam apart from all the praise in the quran that allah azza wa jal set for the companions and speaking good about them and blessing them and saying yani allahu akbar radiyallahu anhum wa they are pleased with him and he is pleased with them. So the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, even if we did not have this uh, narration, we say these are those who lived with the wahi, the revelation. They lived with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ate with him, drank with him, uh, 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 went to uh, out on, in battles with him. They, subhanAllah, did everything with him literally. For how can we not take their understanding over over our understanding? For upon us is to understand the texts of the Sharia the way the Salaf understood them. Not like those who come after, they come wallah, seven, eight hundred years after the death of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with a new understanding, an understanding that the Salaf never had and then say this is Islam. This is the way. Yani, are we saying now that we have something uh, that is going to get us closer to Allah or we have something of knowledge that they never had? Of course not. Impossible, subhanAllah. For here, Shaykh, we've set aside some beautiful narrations by some of the ulama yes. and inshaAllah ta'ala will read uh, some of these where, for example, the first Ibn Abi Zayd al-Qairawani, he mentions, rahimahullah ta'ala. He says, submission to the sunnah cannot be opposed with opinion, nor is it repelled with analogy. As for the interpretation of the Salaf, and this is the whole point that I set aside for the etiquettes, yani part of the etiquettes of the Qur'an is that you understand the Qur'an, Allah's words, according to what Allah Azza wa Jal, or how Allah Azza wa Jal wanted you to understand them. So how can you do that without taking the way of the Salaf? He says, subhanAllah, as for the interpretation of the Salaf, then that is how we interpret Subhanallah. And that they acted upon or what they acted upon is that which we act upon and what they left off is what we leave. You know, some people they say, At-tark la for example, ala at-tahrim and things like this. They say, but just because the companions left it doesn't mean we got to leave it. You know, we can come with new things even though the companions never done it. It doesn't mean we got to leave it. Or even though the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam done it, it doesn't mean we got to leave it. But these are the giant ulama saying, hold on a second, where did you get that from pretty much? Isn't it enough that they left it? Why would we not do that which they did and leave that which they left off? Especially, because someone might come and say, Sheikh, but they never drove a car. They never uh, 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 used a razor when they shaved and the likes. Yani, obviously, the moustaches, according to them, not the beads. Yani. Mm. 
<laughs> I say that because I had a I had a, a little clip yani on the Instagram subhanallah about growing the beard and then you get all all these comments all yeah, these comments yani, yeah all these comments who said it's obligatory to grow a beard or have a beard who, who said it's haram to shave and subhanallah someone commented yani, the other day saying uh, that just because the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that grow the beards doesn't mean it's obligatory fa subhanallah it was interesting wallahi it was interesting because it's like some sometimes you come across these people, yani, just for the benefit. Sometimes you come across these people where you see uh, 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 they they want a text which says word for word this. So it's like, well, Allah did not say you can't, for example, spit at your mother. There's texts that indicate that that obviously you can't spit at them, but is it word for word that Allah Azza wa Jal told us you can't spit at your mother? For the point is, Subhanallah, I replied and I just said, so what the like? What's your interpretation? What does it mean when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam commanded go the bid? And then I said, according to that logic and that understanding, then it's not obligatory to wear the hijab. Because Allah Azza wa Jal, yes, He mentioned wear the hijab and the likes, but is there a text that says, if you don't wear the hijab, it's haram? Word for word? Of course not. But the obligation, the, the command indicates the obligation. And now, can you imagine Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam standing in front of you and telling you, do this? And then He goes and you say, no, no, He didn't mean it like that. He, it was just better to do it, but he didn't mean do it. <laughs> I, I, I said, and then also that would mean people are allowed to just run around naked, no problem whatsoever, and do this. But the point is anyway, wallahi, and then I ended up getting blocked the next minute. <laughs> because this is, this is subhanAllah, yani something which unfortunately sometimes as well, people don't know how to discuss. Even if it's an informative discussion and uh, legitimate, yani settled discussion just for benefit some people not, when they get the proofs shown to them or portrayed to them unfortunately arrogance takes over and that's the likeness of Fir'aun Fir'aun it's, we call it character assassination in psychology يعني, where uh, uh, Musa السلام, came to him with the proofs and evidences clear cut but because he had nothing to rebuke with what did he say are you going to listen to this person who's maheen like he can't even you know make clear what he wants to say because we know Musa alayhi salam previously had a knot in his in his tongue and that's why he made dua to Allah azza wa jal to send Harun his brother and Musa alayhi salam said to Allah azza wa jal and Allah azza wa jal is the one that knows all that Musa my brother Harun my brother he can uh, be more eloquent than me and the likes. So the point is now, what did Fir'aun do? He had nothing to answer the dalil with. He had nothing to answer the proofs with. So he starts saying, oh, are you going to go look at this, you know, follow this guy, this person who can't even make himself clear. And that's why as well, when he spoke about the people of Musa, he defined them or described them as being shirdhi maqalilun yani. They're just a small group. Are you going to follow them? They're a small group. You know, you see today, uh, 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 are they on the haq? Of course not. They're only a small group. It's only a few people on that. For anyway, the point is this character assassination and brothers and sisters, especially those brothers and sisters involved in the da'wah and the likes, expect that. You know, when, when someone isn't going to answer you with proper evidences, proper knowledge, they'll start saying, oh yeah, uh, for example, yani, oh, but he's young. Oh, he might be a different skin color. He's this, he's that. Or look at his race or ethnicity. Whatever it is, yani, the point is expect that in da'wah. And that's why you know, it's said by many of the ulama past and present that if you don't have enemies in da'wah or criticism at least in da'wah, then you are doing something wrong because the best of the best had the, had the enemies, subhanAllah. Fashakh, we'll go back to Ibn Abi Zayd's uh, comment, rahimahullah. Yes, he says, uh, uh, and this is very important, what they acted upon is 
that which we act upon. And what they left off is that which we leave off. Beautiful. Yani, that's very important because as I said, some they say, yeah, but we want to do this. We say, but the companions never done it, subhanAllah. So they say, oh, but them leaving it off doesn't mean it's haram. Well, why would they leave it off? Why would they not do it? Especially if they were able to do it. You know, meaning they come, oh, the cars and they didn't have a right, this, and why do you shave then? Or why do you, well, I don't know why the train and the likes. All of this anyway, yani, pretty childish arguments as we're familiar with. So the thing is, subhanAllah, he says after that, it is sufficient to adhere to what they adhere to and that we follow them in that which they clarified. We take them as an, the example. In what they extracted and viewed from the hadith, we do not rebel against the salaf, as salih, in what they differed or what they interpreted. And everything that we have just mentioned is the stance of Ahlul Sunnah and the imams of the people in fiqh and hadith. You know, some unfortunately out there, they have that hatred towards the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they criticize them and, and things like this. These people... Obviously, you know, none other or nothing other than a sickness in their hearts, a disease, Sheikh, that has spread out not just to the heart, but to <laughs> every limb in the body, unfortunately. You know, we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to guide us and to grant Ameen. us the love of the companions in our hearts. Ameen. And subhanAllah also, uh, it's been narrated by some of the ulama where they said, indeed, Sam'ani here in Sawn al-Mantiq, he says, indeed, we have been ordered to follow Yani follow that which those who came before us and being encouraged to do so and we've been prohibited from innovating and we have been rebuked concerning bid'ah. The sign of Ahlul Sunnah is their following of the Salaf and them leaving everything that is innovated and that is a heresy. And uh, lastly, uh, the statement of Al-Asbahani rahimahullah ta'ala in his book Al-Hujjah fi Bayan al-Mahajjah, he says, and this is so important, wallahi, especially for those who think like, he's memorized a lot, for example. He's memorized so much. Subhanallah, it's like, that doesn't mean he's on the truth though. He says, knowledge is not having a lot of narrations. Knowledge, what is knowledge? It's following and using those narrations. It's not all about memorization. It is to take the companions and the tabi'een, those who came after the companions, yani those who were companions of the companions as we call them, as examples, even if it means having a little knowledge. Whoever opposes, whoever opposes uh, the, the companions, just for the brothers that are requesting to be in the live video, uh, I don't think that request is going to be accepted. <laughs> just watch my dear brothers and you'll be right inshallah. We've had, we've had some requests here. Uh, yeah, we're not going to add anyone to the live video. This is, this is, uh, this is uh, for these uh, programs uh, alone. In future, maybe, if we see uh, a suitable time for that, maybe yeah, we can do that with brothers uh uh, dua maybe that we yeah. know of we're not going to just put a random that we don't know of and, and this is how people do it on the other yeah, if you're familiar with it have you seen yeah, it I've seen some of them have I've battles seen. and all that yeah, kind of uh, it looks quite childish to me it, if you ask well, me well it, it pretty much ends on Islamic in a lot of the cases yeah. and, and that's the thing sometimes we forget yani, like we are Muslims we're Muslims yani. so anyway the point is I, I definitely uh, would assume some people would enter just to, to do those battles Sheikh Yani <laughs> here Al-Asbahani he says Rahimahullah knowledge is not having uh, a lot of narrations rather it's following and using those narrations what is knowledge it's he says it's to take the companions and the tabi'een as examples even if it means having a little of it even if it means having a little knowledge Yani Subhanallah if you have a little knowledge but you follow those who came before you of the Salaf and the likes, that's knowledge. That's what it is. But someone who's memorized Allah and books and this and that and beautiful, alhamdulillah, may Allah reward him. But someone who does all of that 
and then opposes opposes those narrations or opposes the understanding of the salaf then really that is not knowledge wallahi that's actually a punishment rather than a blessing in reality because everything you've memorized is going to be used against you Allah Azza wa Jal, he rebukes those who carry the books, yani, the knowledge and the likes, but they don't benefit from that. You can go back to Surah Al-Jumu'ah, inshaAllah, uh, for the explanation. So here he says, once again, it is to take the companions and the companions of the companions, the tabi'een, as exemplary meaning, or even if it means having a little knowledge, whoever opposes the companions. This is so important and please everybody just pay attention to this one statement. Whoever opposes the companions and the tabi'een, those who came after them, then he is misguided. Even if he has a lot of knowledge. Even if he has a lot of memorization and the likes. And that's why Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, and there's some difference of opinion regarding the authenticity. Whoever wants to follow a path, let him follow the path of one who has died. For the living are not safe from fitna. And where's the, where, where, where is the context of this? The companions, of course. Who, who are the ones that died at his time? The companions. Whoever wants to follow a path, let him follow the path of one who has died for the living are not safe from the fitna. Then he explains, I mean the companions of the Prophet ﷺ. They were the best of this ummah, he says. The purest at heart, the deepest in knowledge. Not like some who say that, wallah, the, the salaf, uh, they, they didn't have much knowledge, yani, or they did, but those who came after them were wiser, were more intelligent. And this is when the intellect comes in. Billah. So he says, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, they were the best of this ummah, the purest in heart, the deepest in knowledge, and the most straightforward. Allah chose them. This is what we've got to understand. Allah Azza wa Jal chose these giants, these great men, to accompany the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and establish his religion. So recognize their status and follow in their footsteps and adhere, follow as much as you can to their example in conduct and attitude for they followed the true uh, guidance. I remember one of the most profound statements that really stuck with me uh, early on is that what was sufficient for them is sufficient for us. Exactly. I rectified uh, their situation and their, and, their, and, their, and what was around at that time will do the same exactly. uh, for us. The only way forward is following That's it. the way they went forward. Subhanallah. Sheikh, we have a few questions. Do you have any yeah. uh, there? Maybe you give them priority first. Any, oh, any? it's a lot. Just a lot of mashallahs and Allah. Allah Jazakumullah khaira. I send my salams to, to all the brothers and sisters listening. And uh, especially on now my Instagram, yani, as I said, for the first time going live, I'm not the most tech uh, same here. experienced person, but inshallah. Yeah, the tech man inside yeah. as well. <laughs> He's, he's always doing something like, like, I don't know where the coffee is, but it's, it's meant to be on the way. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, yeah. The, the he's always the, thinking about surprise. A great host as well. The, ra- the, ra- the you know, the random coffee deliveries. Allahu alam where he's got it from tonight. Allah, he's just pulls it from nowhere. Allahu alam where he's, he's, he's getting <laughs> it from. It's on the way. Barakallahu fi. Um, we do have some questions, some on the topic, some off the topic. Um, here we go. Um, uh, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, this is Asks uh, Muslima. Ahlul Bayt part of the Sahaba since you're speaking about the Sahaba of course yani Ahlul Bayt no doubt about it are part of the Sahaba and Ahlul Bayt subhanallah have an extra virtue obviously from being from 
the, the pretty much the lineage and the close ones of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. And for those just who are wondering, yani, then why, for example, sometimes do we say, wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullah? Why do we say, for example, yani, for example, uh, you know, may Allah azza wa jal be pleased, just for example, in English, yani, may Allah be pleased with the companions and the family of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There's a reason for that, and the ulama, they uh, say this is, for example, dhikrul khas ba'd al mentioning something specific. After mentioning something general, Jazakumullah khairah, the coffee has arrived. Yes, yani, and, barakallahu and, fikum. and uh, one of the sisters <laughs> online says, um, uh, seems that the sheikh needs the double shot coffee now. Well, you're, you're quite right, we both need it. <laughs> it has been a jam packed oh, day, yeah, I mean, a bit of a spill here. It has, it is a, a jam packed yeah, day, fam. A bit of a spill. I think if I have this, though, I I'm probably won't sleep tonight, as I always mention, yeah. yani, every time I'm here, no, you'll but be okay. Inshallah. I think it's worth it, yani, the, right the, you now. Know? Here we go. And he, the tech man's like really looking after himself. Allah alam when he's eating inside. But if we have any health um, any health advocates on there, they're going to really attack him. He's going to get refuted it's, it look, online. It's definitely not nutritional. No, it's definitely but, uh, not before, nutritional. Before we give a coffee rating, as we normally do, since it's got no um, no name on it, as the Lebanese say, um, uh, our tech man has posted the dua the Sheikh mentioned at the start of tonight's program on Allah Facebook Allah. and YouTube there. On the Albayan Radio Australia YouTube, please subscribe for the brothers and sisters who haven't subscribed, and also the ASWJ Australia Facebook page there. So please memorize that dua. Um, a uh, few other questions. Oh, sorry, Sheikh. I'll what? just finish off that. Yes, the point. No, no, one, sorry, yeah. no, no, I've, <laughs> uh, I've, I've, no problem. My, my, my fault. Regarding, for example, in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah Azza wa Jal He mentions the angels. And then after that, he mentions uh, Jibreel alayhi salam, for example. For, do we say that Jibreel is not part of the angels? No. But here it's mentioning something specific after mentioning something uh, general. For, that's the example of the Ahlul Bayt. So definitely Ahlul Bayt are from the companions. Because as we know, and I'll leave this to the listeners, inshallah ta'ala, what is a companion? Inshallah, someone can comment that. Excellent. So... Uh let us know what a companion is, who a companion is. Yeah. And uh, through that definition, you'll know who a sahabi is. Naam. Sahabi, the, the singular version of sahaba. So um, whoever can tell us who a companion is and lives in Sydney, we'll, we'll give him a, a free Al-Bayan Wi-Fi radio. How's that sound? Very, that's actually a very good offer. Yeah. Uh, the, we, got some, <laughs> we got some salam from a brother in UK, Akhi Ayman, love from UK. Uh, we love you for the sake I of Allah. I send you that well, love back, brothers. Akhi Ayman. Allah um, also, um, Daily Muslim. Sent as always, as Allah always. what that is, daily Muslim quote, Jazakallah khair. Allahu uh, alam what that is. <laughs> yes, um, someone asked for the Sheikh's um, Instagram. One yeah, of the sisters uh, posted it. Khaled uh, Nashar there, the link is there. Just uh, you can <laughs> Please follow, he's got a lot of uh, good uh, videos. Um, love you guys dearly for the sake of Allah. Akhi Ayman, we love you as well for the sake of Allah. May Allah love you for his, um, Allah for whose sake you love us. Love you. Who else? What have we got? We've got a question here from uh, a sister. I just got to get it. Uh, sister, uh, she asks, um, Assalamu alaikum. I keep falling into the same sin and keep repenting, but I'm scared I won't make it to Jannah. Any advice, dear Sheikh? Wallahi, I strongly, strongly, strongly advise go back to um, Al Bayan, I think, or Masjid Al Azhar on YouTube and listen to a little short 15 minute lesson we gave. And um, uh, during, I think, one of the seminars, Sheikh, I was in actually Sharjah overseas, but I gave it, it was repentance or um, returning to repentance after sins. That's number one. Number two, Sheikh, the text, the text that we gave to the brother, I'm um, the one that made the YouTube comment, uh, ways, to, uh, ways to expiate sins or. Subhanallah. Well, there was a text, inshallah, if the sister can contact one of us, 
Uh, oh, there it is. I can't see that far. It's only, literally for the brothers and sisters. It's we're three meters away, and I can't read. For um, just if anybody ever sees me in the streets or in the masjid and the likes for the brothers, Jazakumullah. I'm the same as you, Sheikh. Don't yeah, worry. If anyone sees me in the in the streets or the masjid or even driving or something, and I don't I don't give them salams or reply to their salams, believe me, it's not because I intended it. It's because I probably can't see you. <laughs> and if you see the Sheikh driving without his glasses, then keep away from him. He might drive right into you. <laughs> I can make figures out. <laughs> but this is the text here for the brothers and sisters: How to escape uh, sins? How to escape sins, Sheikh? If you'd like, I, I think yes. it's there too. How to escape now, sins? For those who don't know, this is the book I actually covered um, in Ramadan, and there's a we covered the whole book, Alhamdulillah, in 24 recordings. Beautiful. So you can uh, you can you can uh, find the recordings on our podcast channels, Podbean, Apple, SoundCloud. You can find the whole playlist. We'll share it, inshallah. So we actually read over the works yeah. of Ibn Qayyim, the whole book, um, cover to cover. And also we, we mention some of the commentary of Sheikh uh, Abdul Razak, uh, our Sheikh uh, Al-Badr, Hafizullah. Uh, so we'll share the link yeah. for that as well. If our tech man can, can share the link, the playlist from our SoundCloud account, uh, he'll share it there in the comments and you can uh, watch uh, or listen and, to the whole recording. Yeah, Any other advice for her? Yeah, Bishop? just also um, another, as we always uh, make shout out to our beloved brothers and Mashaykh at Salam. They have the text available. Yes. And if the sister would like to, inshallah, pop over there, just let her know that um, uh, I personally, you know, sent and inshallah, we'll, ta- we'll cover that. Inshallah. No problem. Yes. For, um, just one, one point, especially I wanted to make regarding that last comment. Was it Sheikh that she feels like she won't enter Jannah? Yes. Was that what it was? Yes. Brothers and sisters, this in and of itself is a big mistake, Yani. Don't ever, ever, ever Ever, don't ever despair of the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal and the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahi, yani, it's actually a very serious matter. Yes, we don't guarantee Jannah for ourselves, but we have to think the best of Allah Azza wa Jal. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, which comes in the hadith Qudsi, I am as my slave thinks of me. For that last statement was actually definitely a dangerous statement. And I strongly advise the brothers and sisters to not fall into that kind of mindset. Allah Azza wa Jal does not hate you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala meaning he does not want bad for the slaves. He does not want the slaves to go to the hellfire. Yes, he will will for some of the slaves to go to the hellfire. But he's shown us the paths and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants the slaves to choose the right path, the good path. For we are all on the same boat in the sense of everybody sins. This is something the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam guaranteed us when he said, "Kullu bani Adam all of the sons of Adam are those who commit sins or mistakes and the best of those are those who repent for never ever ever leave off repentance and never ever ever leave off seeking forgiveness for the sins that you commit out of saying but I'm just going to go back to it anyway or I might go back to it repent and put in your heart sincerely that you're not going to go back to it and guess what if you do go back to it then repent again sincerely and it is only shaitan who wants the slaves to despair of the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal and leave off forgiveness and leave off the likes. Now, that's regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. As for the actual sins part, and once again, I advise go back to that recording returning to sins after repentance, insha'Allah ta'ala. We'll share it, insha'Allah. insha'Allah. As well. uh, but as for the actual 
sins part now well that's where the text inshallah can really benefit the text how to escape sins and obviously the general lessons which we give weekly and in the masajid but there's so much to say about this topic from having good friends being around good people uh, not putting yourself in a dangerous situation where you know that if you're in that situation you're going to be sinning like we always mention yani don't just two two parts that you need to get to school for example or to work or whatever it is if you know one path has something that is going to excite your desire to commit a sin a certain sin whatever it may be and the other path does not why in the world would somebody choose to take that path that is going to be a means to them to commit those sins and the likes no take the other path the path which doesn't have anything like that for as i said there's a lot of um, advice that one can give one of the greatest is as i mentioned make dua uh, be around good people uh, stick to the masajid as much as you can and if you're obviously from the sisters try your best to stay in the houses as much as you can uh, uh, wallahi some you know might not like that but allah azza wa jal is the one that commanded that waqarna fi buyutikun as allah azza wa jal says in uh, surah uh, al-ahzab and stay in your homes stay in your houses so unless you really need to go out and the likes try your best to stay as much as you can because wallahi out there as we know and we all see it and hear of it and the likes and uh, uh, yani it's 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 allahu akbar it's just it's it's destruction and desire everywhere and fitna everywhere and the likes for if for the men as well don't think i'm limiting it to the women meaning for the men don't just go anywhere and everywhere at any time and every time and any place and every place no rather try your best stick to the masajid stick to the places you're meant to be sticking to and for the ladies definitely uh, one of the best places you can stick to is your homes Insha'Allah Ta'ala you can um, grab that text sister and if uh, anybody else has the same problems Insha'Allah Ta'ala it's a beautiful text uh, that you can read and I'm sure it's available on PDF as well and yes. just don't, don't don't despair of the mercy of Allah and don't stop making dua supplicate to Allah Azza wa Jal and we ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala to make it easy on us and on you Regarding the question we posed uh, who is the companion um, we got a few replies I'll mention a few of them Sheikh and you can uh, see which one yep. be- best fits Inshallah. the question. Uh, I think Sister Rosie, a companion of the Prophet ﷺ, is one who lived with and met uh, met him وسلم, or lived at the time uh, of him, of him وسلم, more specifically, and Allah knows best. That's that's a good answer. There's just one thing about that. Unless you wanted to mention a yeah, few yeah, others. A few Sheikh, others, yeah. Sheikh. Uh, Omar, Brother Omar says a Sahabi is a companion of the Prophet ﷺ who saw him and accepted Islam and died upon Islam. And, uh, Sorry, can you repeat that one, Sheikh? Sorry. Um, a sahabi is a companion of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, who saw him, um, accepted Islam, and died upon Islam. I just put a little note. يعني, yep. And the last one here, um, sister in Ham, I think it is, a companion is someone who met the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and believed. Um, where'd it go? <laughs> uh, a companion is someone who met the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Uh, and believed his message and died as a Muslim and died as a Muslim believing in his message okay uh yeah can you sorry just repeat that one check if you still have it there if it's is it still there which one that the last in one? arms one yep uh, a companion is someone that met the prophet Muhammad sallallahu and believed in his message and died as a Muslim okay. believing in his message very good okay and um another one no, that's it that's about it and the book um, has been shared, or the book uh, request think, is, yeah. is uh, the title of the book, Dear Sisters or Dear Brothers, who's asking is uh, How to Escape Sins by Abdul Qayyim. We'll post the, P- the PDF or the uh, link to the, 
to where you can purchase the book from. And the SoundCloud, if they're still there, Sheikh. And the SoundCloud well. link and also yeah. the link that, uh, that the Sheikh has mentioned. Um, yes. So regarding the, the definitions. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. So we, we'll share the link to the book, inshallah. Um, bi-ithnillahi ta'ala. Um, now, um, which definition did you find? So regarding the, the definition, Sheikh, um, all of them are obviously great yani, attempts and the likes. Uh, there's just a few, a, a point pretty much on almost every every one of them. Uh, the first one, I think the sister Rosie left off, died on Islam. Is that? I'm not sure if you still have it there, Sheikh, but I'm pretty sure the sister um, Rosie who answered that left off and died on Islam. Because okay. some, is yes. that, was that correct? She added that at the end there. Okay, it's very cool. important that to, to have accepted Islam and died upon Islam. Can you re- repeat her her definition? Sorry, Sheikh. Uh, the first one, she, without she she put it over three yep. messages. Okay. A companion of the Prophet Sallallahu is one who lived with him, and met, uh, uh, who lived with and met the Prophet Sallallahu or lived at the time of the Prophet Sallallahu more specifically. And then she added uh, a yes, and that's uh, very important that they have accepted Islam and died upon Islam. Very good. Okay, so so still um. We really, with all the answers, there could be just a bit more added in the sense to be precise. I think that the brother Amar um, mentioned saw him first. And, and the, the, our tech team just put the PDF or the, the screenshot of the, um, of, the, uh, of, the, of the book. Can you do it once again, tech man? Can you go to the, to the book again? And also, um, we'll post the, the link there as well. Yeah. Um, so it's a great book, short book. And there's been some advertising by Dar es Salaam as well about the book by Sheikh Farhan <laughs> himself. As they must have heard a few. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's been there as well. So you'll see it there. There is How to Escape Sins by Abdul Qayyim. Rahimahullah. It is all very the, important though. Yani, all the books yeah. by Abdul Qayyim are amazing. Uh, amazing. Him amazing. and his uh, great teacher. Yani, and and, and, and added benefit when Sheikh Abdul Razak al-Badr Hafizullah has the, 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 explanation. the commentary yeah, there. So that's been... His works have been uh, translated quite a bit. Yeah, what a blessing. Yani. And all Fact, his works are quite uh, good. SubhanAllah, um, regarding the, the definitions, as I said, just uh, to add pretty much all of them together and just be a bit specific here. Uh, some of the ulama of hadith did say saw the Prophet wasallam, and others came and, 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 and tried to be a bit more specific and said met the Prophet wasallam first and foremost. Why met? Um, because they said some of the companions were blind. Were blind, yani, like with the famous story of Abbas Watawalla, he uh, frowned and turned away of the Mu'addin of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Abdullah ibn Umm Maktoum, he, he, radiallahu ta'ala, was a blind companion. For that's why some of the ulama, they said to be more precise, we said a companion is someone who met the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Also regarding um, the, the uh, definition of just met, that's not enough. Meeting... He could, or someone could have met the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam whilst being a disbeliever. And then he went away from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then accepted Islam. So here they say the ulama that this is not a companion unless he met the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he was a Muslim at the time of meeting him. And he was a Muslim at the time of meeting him. No. And then after that, he died on Islam. For some, some people, they say, for example, the companion is a friend of the Prophet Wasallam, or someone who lived at the time of the Prophet Wasallam. These, these aren't really specific and precise definitions. For, uh, once again, a companion is someone who met the Prophet Wasallam, not necessarily saw him, someone who met him whilst believing in him. Uh, because there were obviously some believers in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and in Islam, but they did not meet the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For someone who met the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whilst believing in him and died on Islam. And died on Islam. And some of the scholars, they even said, even if that person, 
after the death of the Prophet وسلم, became an apostate and then re-entered into Islam. He's still classified as a companion, a sahabi. That's just for some extra benefit, inshallah. But great, great tries, obviously. We have some random questions. Uh, are you happy to take some random uh, questions? I, I, inshallah, I hope so. <laughs> okay, so the, the brother asked, the brother Ali, he asks, um, what is the best book to learn salah uh, or to learn how the Prophet Sallallahu uh, prayed. prayed. Um, here, there's, there's there's many texts, and I I strongly advise to go back to our series, uh, common mistakes in the prayer, common mistakes in the prayer. Uh, one of the best books which I I constantly advise with, and this is not kind of like a fiqh based a text as well. Obviously, we can go down the fiqh way and the fiqh um, manhaj if you'd like to say. But generally speaking, anyway, one of the greatest texts which I advise with, especially in our day and age, and the ease of it. And the ease of the words in it and understanding and the likes is the text Sifatul Salat al Nabi. The way the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam prayed by a Shaykh Al Albani, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, the Muhaddith of our, of our time and our era and our generation. Yani, that is one of the best uh, uh, books yani, to learn about the prayer. And obviously, it's also been translated and it's available in our uh, Ad Darus Salam as well. Excellent. Barakallah Fiqh Shaykh. A few more questions here. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? And that's, by the way, just to add to that too, uh, as I said, that's for one, yani, or if one isn't studying in a madhab-based uh, fiqh and the likes. Shaykh, we have something that you may want to address, and I think this needs more addressing later on, especially since you've, you have a background in this field. How do I keep a teenager from going into depression? Uh, subhanallah, I actually have a lesson coming up, um, uh, which I think I'll leave it to that, inshallah, because there's a lot of a lot of things to be said about this topic. But I have a, um, uh, I actually got asked a question when I still remember I was in Sharjah about depression, pretty much, and uh, how to uh, treat it, or if you'd like to say any tips regarding it. Uh, just for the brother that's that's asking, Barakallahu Fiqh, correct Aqeedah on Instagram. Uh, the coffee is Alhamdulillah great, yani. And the coffee was uh, good. And I'm not. I, I, <laughs> even the I forgot to mention it. <laughs> and I, I'm not someone anyway, as I always mention, yani, that, that knows how to differentiate. But Alhamdulillah, it's it's a good coffee and I think it's doing its job by, uh, uh, you know. It's done um, its job. <laughs> jumping out of our chairs. Alhamdulillah. But, uh, so what was the question again? <laughs> sorry, Oh, sorry. That's right. The, the topic of depression. Wallah, uh, yani, on a, on a very serious note uh, we can just you know uh, pretty much introduce the whole topic of depression anyway and that it's there you do get Muslims that have fallen into this you know there's a big stigma around it that if someone's fallen into that there's something wrong with him it's like a, a disease or something like that no yani, there are Muslims that are going through these phases and there could be multiple reasons for that but inshallah as I said I'll leave that for those those um, uh, that lesson which I'll be given and that lesson's going to be titled and these are 10 advice I actually wrote subhanallah myself when I was in charge for this brother and and inshallah, it's going to be titled uh, 10 Tips to Combat Depression. Shaykh, uh, looking forward to that, bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. Inshallah, we can benefit from that. Shaykh, just, just a side note here that a Muslim, some days he's happy, some days he's sad. It's perfectly normal, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Some days are for you, some days are against you, يعني, really, in reality. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alludes to that in Surah Ali Imran as yeah. well. For, uh, the point is, يعني, you're never going to get, you're never going to get, the complete happiness in life daily where you're never going to get a That's bit. Jannah. Exactly. Yani if, if you were gonna if you were gonna be like that, what's the difference between here and Jannah? And I believe this you is know. the problem of, of, of some people uh, that we are going yeah. into today. Yeah. A lot it of is. us are, like we think Jannah is now. Exactly. You know, yep. newsflash, dear brothers and sisters, this is the dunya. This is the testing ground. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Adam alayhi salam, our father, to this earth 
I'm not going to get into the whole story, as you all know, but this life is a test. Some days you're going to feel good and yeah, happy. Up and up, on a high. And yani. then another day you're going to be down and sad. Some days you're going to lose wealth, health, family members. Exactly. You're going to be, be sick. It's, it's a test. Life is That's a right. test. And this is what we have to understand and know that Jannah is uh, the place of, the abode That's of it. And constant peace happiness. and tranquility. 100%. Definitely, yani, it's there, and that 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 was a beautiful reminder as well by the Sheikh. Yani, exactly like what was he mentioned that you know we're gonna get these days, brothers and sisters. It's look as well for us. We shouldn't make it like it's the end of the world too. Some people, you know, they have a problem in their life. They exaggerate their problem. Wallahi, I was uh, speaking to actually my uncle in the morning. Subhanallah, the Sheikh Faiz, and we were talking to each other, and I was I was telling him some people, you know, bimardu halun yani, and Subhanallah, they actually make themselves sick. They, 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 because why mentally they act as if every little problem that happens is like the end of the world and take it as a problem yani you're going to get over it inshallah by the will of Allah Allah Azza wa Jal will give you the strength to pass this test to pass this tribulation but some people and it's a little problem but they make it out like it's a, some massive thing especially that advice goes for those brothers who you know are, are newlyweds for example as well yani um, or you know there's so much so much wallahi to say but so why I said that we started that off talking about the marriage and some brothers and sisters go in into a marriage or with expecting it to be lovey-lovey on a high 24-7. They've got that, you know, Hollywood kind of image or notion of marriage. And it's like, subhanAllah, yani, don't you understand that this is all fake what you're watching, what you're seeing, even the social media. Like the lesson, Sheikh, we gave at um, HRYC in Melbourne, deceptions of social media. It is a deception. You don't know what's behind all of this. And even if it was the way you saw it, even if it was the way you saw it, Tayyib, that's not you. Don't compare yourself to others like this. That's why we were told and advised, look at those below you. Don't look at those who are above you. For the point is the, the topic of depression. Inshallah, sister, yani, since, since you did mention that, I'll try my best to make that very soon on a, on a Friday night, possibly maybe even the one. Because next week, Sheikh, the, the lessons resume on my... Actually, this week, the lessons resumed um, at Masjid Al-Azhar. But inshallah, my seerah will begin next week on the Friday. For possibly the Friday after that, we can, we can do that lesson, inshallah. But... Be there for him, sister. You know, uh, try your best to allow others. I'm not sure if the father's in the picture or not and the likes. Try your best to allow others into his life that you guys trust, you guys respect. I'm not sure how old he is either, but let him have that male figure or figures in his life as well. Give him some freedom. Give him some freedom as well. Yani, especially the teenagers, obviously in our day and age, they don't want to feel trapped. They don't want to feel like, you know, especially from the parents. Uh, and also, you don't want to trap them in the sense that you don't know what they're doing at home. You know, some teenage boys or, or girls, for example, they'll sit in their room all day. Every, what are they doing? What are they getting up to? Let them go out a little bit. But once again, with people you trust, inshallah, knowing where they're going and where better else than the masajid, where better else than going out with good brothers, yani, that are going to remind them and show them, you know, the feet of Allah Azza wa Jal. For there's a lot, a, a lot to say, sister. May Allah Azza wa Jal make it easy for you, yani, and all of the brothers and sisters that are going through uh, these kind of problems. Uh, something I always remember in, in, in a conversation, which is, is a conversation which is attributed to Imam Ahmed and his son, where Imam Ahmad's son, Rahimullah, he asked his father, Mata raha when is the true relaxation? When, when, you know, when are we going to achieve full tranquility and peace? And he replied to him beautifully, after your first footstep in exactly. Jannah. Exactly, there you go. There so <laughs> when you think like that, and you then realize. you face calamity and trials, and, and, and this is life, 
you know you you know what to expect and therefore you're better prepared for it you know this life is a journey and on this journey you're going to have now think of it as a road you're you know you're driving to melbourne you mentioned melbourne before hyc our brothers there shout out to them you know uh, on this road you're going to have you know a smooth yeah road you're going to have a bumpy road exactly. you're going to have some elements of you know rain you know uh, you know in australia there's been floods <laughs> you name it it's there so think this is life. But inshallah, you'll get there. You'll get through. there. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's why Sheikh as well, subhanAllah, I even um, heard a similar uh, athar yani, from others Naam. that when is the rest? Not even just when I put the first foot, when both feet get in, get in the jannah. But uh, uh, like as well, some, some have said, yani, uh, uh, how do you remain patient? And then the answer to that was, but just like the fasting person, by knowing, knowing that the help is coming. Knowing that the help of Allah Azza wa Jal, the support of Allah, the, you know, Allah Azza wa Jal getting you out of all these difficulties and situation, it's coming just like the fasting person is sure, inshallah, that Maghrib is going to come. And if thought time, he's got to be, that, 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 that bit of patience he shows, but inshallah, the help and the support is coming. I'm going to read some of the comments we have here. Our brother, Daily Muslim, quotes, Barakallah Fiqh, dear brother, SubhanAllah, Allah has given us all the tools to equip and protect ourselves with. Definitely. Subhanallah. He's given us all the tools we yep. need to, to protect ourselves and to use in all, in all, the, in all that we face, prayer, dua, reading the uh, Quran. Uh, yeah, and those tools need to be uh, uh, utilized correctly as well. Even if you have, for example, a tool, I'll give you an example. Okay, what's used, for example, yani to uh, uh, nail, uh, uh, um, nail, uh, nail yani in the floor, for example, right? A hammer. But if a two-year-old has a hammer, what's the hammer going to do? Nothing. So one, it's got to be the person equipping it, being correct, in a correct state of mind, uh, using it correctly. And also the actual tool needs to be. And that's why when some people, they say, I'm praying, but nothing's happening. I'm praying, but nothing's happening. I'm reading Quran, nothing's happening. Tayyib, that's not the problem with the prayer or the Quran. That's a problem with us in ourselves. That's why I always say sometimes we need to take a step back, look at us as the problem. We can't always blame others and blame etc. We need to take a step back and be honest and blame ourselves. But definitely as our beloved brother mentioned, yani Allah Azza wa Jal has given us everything we need to equip ourselves in this battle against our desires, our nafs and the shaitan. Shaykh, it seems that uh, this topic of depression and, and especially teenage depression yeah. uh, has triggered a lot of comments. I think it's ideal that we address it in later. Inshallah. Since you have a background in, in this field, um, inshallah, we'll address it in future. Maybe so we can even make that a podcast, Shaykh. Yes, why not? Yeah, we, we'd love to address it. We got a shout out from some of our Mashaykh as well and our teachers. Shaykh Arshad, assalamu alaikum, Mashaykh. May Allah bless you all. Uh, I hope Milo is doing well. Milo, who's... <laughs> I, I have no idea who Milo is. <laughs> Whoever he is, may Allah Azza wa Jal bless him and inshallah he is doing well. <laughs> Unless he means the drink, yeah. <laughs> oh, Milo. Probably the drink. Milo, I don't know what don't Milo... Know. I Maybe Shaq Arshad, you can tell I'm, us what I, I am a Milo fan, but I don't think Shaq Arshad would know that. May Allah bless him and preserve yeah, I, him. Yeah, I haven't had Milo for a while. Wallahi, yani Milo was, was the way to go. You know, uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, it was uh, Nesquik. Nesquik. Nes I was never was a Nesquik fan, but I was a big Milo fan. And, and not just the Milo fan, the Milo fan of yani, heating it as well in the microwave. And khalas, everyone, just tell us how you have your Milo. <laughs> also, we are uh, Milo the cat. Ah, oh, the cat, the cat. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's what he referred to. Uh, yes, a yeah. few months ago, we took a picture. In Ramadan, I think it was, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was. We took a, a picture with a cat that the, 
the uh, the brothers that own the cat, you know, the neighbors of the masjid, they call it Milo the cat. So that's what he's referring to. Zakallah khair. I hope he's doing well as well. Also, I got a comment from Abu Farah. Assalamu alaikum. My beloved Mashaykh, may Allah bless you all. May Allah bless you as well. And even Sheikh Farhan has thrown in a shout out. May Allah protect all the Mashaykh. May Allah bless you as well. Zakallah khair on the brothers. We thank you all for joining us today. We'd love to stay all night, but we have to wrap it up. And we'd like to thank our tech man, Barakalafi, and all the brothers and sisters who tuned in. Please don't forget to download the Albayan Radio app if you haven't already uh, on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Or you can go to albayan.com.au <laughs> and find all the details there. And also to subscribe to the Albayan Radio YouTube channel and our podcast channels on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud, and wherever else you may find uh, uh, our podcast Barakalafikum any final comments Sheikh Khaled just one of the brothers uh, mentioned his 70% Milo 30% milk I'll probably say 80% Milo for 20% milk yes, he's bringing back memories now I remember the next week wasn't much of a Milo fan but yeah that brings back <laughs> memories yeah I definitely would say 80% Wallahu alam. so uh, just to to wrap up the series Yani uh, the Quran my brothers and sisters Wallahi it needs to be a part of your life 100%. if if you are not allowing the Qur'an into your life. It's exactly like we said the Prophet ﷺ mentioned. The likeness of the one that remembers Allah. And what better remembrance and what greater remembrance than reading his, his words and his book, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one and the likeness of the one that remembers Allah Azza wa Jal. And the likeness of the one that does not remember Allah is like the likeness of the living and the dead. And in one narration, subhanAllah, it says, مَثَلُ الْبَيْتِ الَّذِي يُذْكَرُ اللَّهُ فِيهِ The likeness of the house that Allah is mentioned in and the house that Allah is not mentioned in is the likeness of the living and the dead. For upon us, my brothers and sisters, is to really take it seriously, is to try our best to do everything we've mentioned in this series and everything that my Shaykh have been mentioning for years upon years and don't delay and don't procrastinate and don't be in the mentality like I'm going to. It's going to happen. It's this. No, just get started wherever you're at. Uh, uh, pick up the Quran and make it a part of your life and inshallah you can go back to the previous lessons alhamdulillah we did speak about them Allah Azza wa Jal bless you Amen Jazakallah khair on this Shaykh I'm going to mention a few more remi- uh, few more comments since the Milo the triggered. Milo topic Sheikh Farhan tells us Milo no milk Milo no how do you do that you use water <laughs> that one's breathing the powder, powder in breathing the powder in. you know in Malaysia I think it was subhanallah it was, they, the Milo store I think it was Malaysia yani the brothers might know better but Milo stores yani like they love the Milo like just literally the just mentions. a just a Milo store but just the powder Sheikh that Sheikh Farhan that's a bit maybe too extreme <laughs> Well, prohibited from being extreme. That one for me is a bit extreme. That one's dangerous. Uh, since we're mentioning Sheikh Farhan, inshallah, we'll be resuming you know, a much requested program, the Book Review Podcast. So we'll be resuming at Monday night, this Monday coming on Al Bayan Radio at around 8.30, where we'll be reviewing books in Arabic and English for our brothers and sisters and you know, everything to do with yep. books, book reviews, Beautiful. any book suggestions, any book questions. And the rest of the Sheikh's lessons as well, yeah. And the rest of the Sheikh's lessons. Yes, you can uh, as along. you mentioned, Masul Azhar yeah. Belmo, we have it resuming this Friday night, the Friday night lesson. Sheikh Khalid is here every second Friday. This Friday night is Sheikh Muhammad, and he'll be speaking about the pillars of the saved sect. few more comments. It was a pleasure, Sheikh Nidal. More of Sheikh Fayez and Sheikh uh, Muhammad and Sheikh Khalid, please. Of course, inshallah, they'll be on regularly, bi idhnillahi ta'ala. And uh, this is, let me just check any more comments here. Uh, shout out from our dear brother Muhammad Khadr. Hayakallah. Sheikh Muhammad. I saw him today. It was yes, very pleasing. Yes, he was here at, at the masjid. Um, 
I'm not a my brother Zubair says I'm not a coffee fan, but I think I'll be watch I'll I'll, I'll be one watching these episodes, inshallah. <laughs> We're going to convert, make people into coffee fans. Blame the tech man. If you want any coffee advice, send us an email and he'll reply to you with his coffee advice. Who even might, you know, recommend you where to buy coffee from. I'd like to thank him one more time, all the brothers and sisters for their comments and contributions. And until next time, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This program was presented by Al-Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.